Horrors and fellow Deadites, and welcome to Our Life in Horror. We are a horror movie podcast with a core-filled side of news, physical media, and everything spooky. My name is Brendan, a horror addict since birth, and with me always is my horror queen, Sam. Hi guys, we are Our Life in Horror. You can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and our email is ourlifeinhorror at hotmail.com. We're also on Patreon, so check that out. We have after-hour shows, bonus episodes, and more. Uh, shout out to our Patreon members, Sean, Miki, and Bo. Thank you for subscribing. I'm back. You're back. <laughs> yeah. We had Sean in last week filling in for you because you were very sick. <laughs> yeah, it sucked. Yeah, you were... Uh, it was the long weekend, too. And I was sick every day. Yeah. I was sick up until the Tuesday. Yeah, from the, Thursday the... till Tuesday. Yeah. That was a long one. Yeah. Brutal. <laughs> um, yeah, so that sucked. So how'd the episode go? I still haven't listened to it, because I started watching the movie when you guys were recording, but I was sick, so I slept through both your recording and the movie. Yeah, no, it went good. Um, I'm glad I got to do a rewatch of that one, because I... Ugh, Bruce is growling, sorry. Um... I'm glad I got to do a rewatch of it because I forgot how much I liked that movie. And yeah, we had a good conversation. We played a new game and I actually wanted to play that game with you today, but I just completely forgot to make it. So next time. (laughs) Um, Yeah, you'll have to watch the movie though. Yeah, I know. I keep forgetting. Honestly, when when I'm sick, I don't tend to watch horror movies. I tend to watch like action movies or new stuff that I haven't watched yet. Yeah. Yeah. We'll get into it when we talk about what we've been watching, because, yeah, that's what I was watching. Yeah, we can talk about what we've been watching now, then, if you want, because <laughs> that's next. Sure. Um, let me see what I watch. So, besides Nefarious, I watched the Mario Brothers movie. Super. You did? Yeah. <laughs> but... <laughs> But here's the thing, I was watching it while I had my fever. Okay. So, like, when the scenes were, like, too fast-paced, I couldn't watch it, because it was just giving me, like, yeah. a headache, and I just couldn't do it. So, like, I watched probably about 90% of the movie, I think. Did you like it? It was cute. Yeah? Yeah. I can't say I'm ever going to sit down and watch it again. Yeah. Like, it's not, like, Incredibles, the Incredibles level good mm-hmm. animation or anything like that, or Into the Spider-Verse or anything, but it was, it was a fun movie. Okay. Um, what else did I watch while I was sick? I s- started Jack Ryan, but then I realized that the whole season wasn't released yet, so I stopped. And then I watched Avatar 2 in its entirety in one sitting. I haven't seen any of those movies. Isn't it three? No, it's Avatar 2. No. Oh. Yeah. yeah, I haven't seen any of them. The Way of Water. <laughs> Okay. It's basically Pocahontas, yeah, but with space aliens. Yeah. And the second movie is basically Pocahontas with space aliens. Okay. I, I might get into like more of a spoiler thing in the after hours. Okay. About my frustrations on it, but okay. we'll save it for after. It was fine. Yeah. It was visually stunning to watch, mm-hmm. but that's about it. Yeah. Other than that, I've been watching fucking episodes of CSI, or not CSI. What? I've been watching episodes of Law and Order SVU on. Since when? I've been watching it on my Facebook feed. They just keep popping up in my Facebook feed, so I keep watching episodes. Like full episodes? They're pr- they're pretty much full episodes. That's what you've been watching on the couch the past couple of days. Yeah. 
Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't even ask you what you've been watching. I figured you were just like scrolling on your phone. No, I've been watching Law and Order. Oh. Dun dun. Random. Yeah, I know. That's what I thought too, and then I just got hooked. Huh. Like it, the only problem is that there's there's like no chronological. It's not like chronologically, so it's like one ep. Like I'll sit there and watch one episode, and it'll be like for an, an earlier season, and then all of a sudden I'll watch the next episode, and the main girl has like a baby, and oh, that the, would drive me nuts. The no, other, the no, other, <laughs> you can't do that. The other detectives <laughs> have like completely changed. Like nothing like. Ice T's not in it still anymore, and like her partner's not in it anymore, and stuff, and I'll just like keep no. switching back and forth. I scroll through quite a bit. Isn't but. that on like Disney Plus or something? I don't, don't tell or me. Or Netflix, or it's got to be on something. Just find it and watch it in order. Like, does that drive me crazy just thinking about I it? I will. I started watching this other show too. It's like a, it's like a, a law and order show too. I guess it's not law and order, but it's I can't think of what it's called, but I've seen it before. But it just follows a lawyer. Who defends people? Okay, but I can't remember what it was called. But I was interested in that. I've watched a couple episodes of it. But yeah, other than that, I watched an episode of, of Marvel's Secret Invasion. It's a new comic book show that's out, and then I realized that that's also not all out. So I'm just gonna wait until it's all out, I think, and then binge it. Didn't you say you also started uh, you? <laughs> yep. I also fell asleep through that. Oh, okay. I think I made it, like... I know I did two full episodes, and I think I fell asleep through the third, and then I was like, ah, I'm done with this show. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was just curious. What have you been watching? Uh, well, while you were sick and I was living in the living room, we, <laughs> I slept on the couch for two nights, and my back was broken after the second night. Our we couch sucks. Yeah, so we went out and got a air mattress that I slept on in the living room, which actually was quite nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked your little setup you had out yeah, here, actually. Yeah, and I uh, binge-watched, I watched the first season of The Killing. I actually haven't finished it yet. Oh, no, I figured it you would have. It was my sick show. I know I wasn't sick, but I, I was <laughs> pretending I was, I was acting like I was sick that weekend. I was eating all the ice cream with you, yep. and I was being depressed and sad and lonely and bored, and <laughs> yep. we were sick. <laughs> in separate rooms. So, yeah, I watched um, The Killing, which I got to finish that because I was pretty invested. And I'm watching Love Island every day, obviously. Um, and I watched a documentary. I started it last night and then watched more of it today. Um, I haven't finished it because my link stopped working. So I have like maybe 20 minutes left. But you know those things are jelly roll? So that was my reaction to it. Alicia asked me. Mm-hmm. Um, he's a country singer, but you would not suspect he was unless he sang. Um, I'll play you some of his music later. You might know his music, but okay. he's he's a big guy and he's just covered in tattoos, like his face tats, everything. And he comes from like the streets and like he d- dealt with addiction. Everyone around him has dealt with addiction. He. Um, has been in and out of jail, like, I think he said, like, 40 times or something. Um, His wife used to be a sex worker, um, and she, like, I'm pretty sure she's sober now, too. Like, she said that their relationship was super toxic in the beginning because they were just, like, just doing drugs and drinking every day and partying, and, like, they talk about openly about how, like, she would go get them girls to have threesomes, and, like, they were just wild, right? I think he still is a little wild. I don't know. The documentary was filmed last year, and he's still, like, 
Smoke the weed's fine, whatever. But he's still, like, drinking and stuff. But I don't know if he still is now because I thought Alicia said that she saw a TikTok of them and they were both, like, completely sober. But I don't know. I haven't... I gotta finish the documentary and then I gotta... I follow them both on TikTok now and I'm obsessed with them. Um, <laughs> I think I just really like their story. And, like, obviously I'm fighting some of my own demons right now. So when I was watching the beginning of the documentary last night, I was actually tearing up in bed just because of, like, his hometown performance and everything and all his songs are about like addiction and just like his wife talks about how when he writes music it's him releasing all his demons and like you can tell all his fans like his fans come up and say like you saved my life and just everyone can relate to him and he's just such an odd person to see in the country scene mm -hmm. like he used to be a battle rapper and uh, even in the documentary they went into this big country music award night and we're walking the red carpet and she's like we're like the Adams family of country music like we do not belong here but for some reason we're here and then we're making it work and they're just they're just so cute I love them <laughs> <laughs> And now I'm a big fan of him, and I'm just going to listen to his music all the time. But <laughs> I think you would actually like the documentary. I don't know why. I was watching it, and I was like, I can see Brendan enjoying this. But yeah, I'll send you some TikToks of like some interviews and stuff. Okay. See what you think of them. Yeah. I still got a bunch of documentaries I want to watch. It's yeah, gone true. Too. Well, I'll send you some TikTok interviews so you can get to know them. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, and it sucks because like, apparently everyone... like a bunch of people call her a gold digger and everything for stay, like being with him and stuff but like she's been with him since he was homeless so like and like paid for him to get a place so that he could like try and win his daughter like get full custody of his daughter and all that shit so she's been there from the beginning mm -hmm. but yeah. it's good it's really good I really like following their lives now it's interesting mm -hmm. um I think that is on Hulu which we don't have in Canada so mm -hmm. unfortunately I illegally streamed it um <laughs> <laughs> I had no choice. I don't have a U.S. address. Yeah. Um, besides that, that that's it. I'm watching the Kardashians. <laughs> oh, I, I love the Kardashians. Like the season is just really rough because it's. I don't know. It's 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 really showing how superficial I guess Kim can be. Okay. Like, more so than past seasons, I think, in my opinion. Um, but you also see good sides of her. I don't know. It's, whatever. It's the Kardashians. <laughs> you horror people don't care. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll move on to physical media. Have you collected anything recently? Yeah, I have. Yeah. I'm not going to go through everything, but yeah. Okay, I was going to say, I think you have a big, uh, big I, pile beside me. I do, but I'm going to put most, I'm going to save some for next week. Okay. So, let me see. I upgraded The Hills of Eyes to Blu-ray. Hills of Eyes, the remake, 1 and 2, in a dual unrated pack, uh -huh. which is very nice to look at. Um, I also got Serial Mom, the collector's edition from Scream Factory. I have no idea what it is. <laughs> <clears throat> I have no clue. <clears throat> Sorry, my throat's still a little messed up. Um, I decided to upgrade Christine, because it was super cheap, um, to 4K, and then I got, I picked up Evil Dead Rise, and then I started the long journey of upgrading the Child's Play series to 4K from Show Factory, or from Scream, 
Mm -hmm. So I got one through three on 4K. <sighs> Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Expensive. Yeah, and then the other four come out at the end of August. Mm -hmm. But then it's done. I'm not going to upgrade them again. No. <clears throat> no, that'll be the end of it. And then uh, my last piece that I'm going to share this week is I got the Reanimator 10-year anniversary of Waxwork Records. Right. So I got oh, the yeah. soundtrack. It's very uh, green and pretty. I know. The vinyl's green. Yeah. And then it says uh, the little sticker on it. It has like a dead cat on it. Okay. Okay. And then it says, like, cat's dead. And then on the back it says details later. That's pretty. Mm hmm It's very cool. I know. I can't wait to listen to it. I still haven't cracked it open yet. Mm -hmm. around, but... Did you post it? Oh, I still haven't opened it. Oh, right. Duh. You know? <laughs> I was debating on waiting because Evil Dead Rise, the record, should be coming oh, within the okay. month, too. So I was debating on doing a double back-to-back. -back yeah, you should do that. Type thing. But I've been waiting for this record to come back in print for a while because you can't find it anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, this is 10 years, so they released it 10 years ago. Okay. I think is what I was gathering from what I was reading, so. Cool. It's exciting. Mm-hmm. Pumped. But other than that, uh, that's it. I'll save everything else for next week. All right. Well, um, are we doing physical media next week? Because our episode's a little different. Oh, we'll save it for the week after that. All right. Um, <laughs> we'll explain that at the end when we announce what the next episode is. Sure. Um, horror news then. Okay, horror news. So even knowing I've been out for two weeks, horror news isn't slim, but it's not big either. So okay. there's so many trailer drops, and I had to pick, pick kind of in between each one's what I wanted to do. Um, so, we'll get into some trailers. I thought this was going to be a good trailer, and then it looked kind of generic to me, but Belle. A it's a reimagining of the Beauty and the Beast tale. I thought it was going to be a horror. Yeah, this looked a little bit more fantasy. Yeah. Like a little... Steamy romance. Yeah. I... It didn't do too much for me. Me neither. Nothing. Yeah. I was like... Fuck, I was disappointed in that. Yeah. I thought you were going to pick, because oh, I'm going to bring this up because I know you which trailers you picked. I thought you were going to pick the one that Daniel Harris and Robert England and... I forgot about it. Who else is it? Is it Bill Mosley? Bill Mosley, yeah. Yeah? Yep. I want to watch that trailer and I keep forgetting about it, to be honest. I know, I forgot What's too. What's the movie called? I don't know. Fuck. We'll find it. Yeah. It's not hard. I'm excited for that, though. Um. Yeah, but this trailer was a huge letdown because I was like, oh, they just did... The Grinch, the mean one, and mm -hmm. then they did Winnie the Pooh, so I'm like, oh, they're going to bring everything back, because uh, the next one is Cinderella. Yeah. Cinderella. And Bambi, I believe, too. But Cinderella's already in post-production, I think. So. And that's going to be a horror, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'm excited for that. Hey, this was supposed to be horror, too. It was in the, it was <laughs> on my horror news feed. Okay. And I did not... I thought Beast was going to be, like, Beast, but it just looked like a dude yeah time. yeah like, what the fuck disappointing bell looked more like gruesome ghostly at one point yeah yeah looks like a skip it movie to me yeah i'm not gonna be watching it to be honest i can tell you that right now <laughs> <laughs> um let me see this is another one that's dropped a few weeks ago but i want to talk about it now let's get some five nights at freddy's it just sucks because, like, we just had Willy's Wonderland. <laughs> but 
I do like the actor in the movie, the main guy, and I like the girl from You. So Matthew Lillard's in it as well. Was he? Yeah. Oh, I saw. I didn't see him in the trailer. Yeah, he's in the trailer. I must have missed that. It's very quick. He's the guy that uh, gives him the job interview. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, I know what you mean. But I knew, I knew from seeing like something about him going to be in the movie in the past. But I totally must. I'm tired. (laughs) I'm tired, which is why this episode is late because I've been tired. But yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess I'll give it a shot just for the cast. Yeah, to see what's different. I know. I was thinking the whole time of Willy was Wonderland too, and for some reason I thought Nicolas Cage was in this movie. Ah. But he's, he wasn't. I was like, oh, Nicholas, yeah, the, that's what The I'm set talking. and everything just reminds me of it. Like I know, but Willy's Wonderland did steal from this, right? Like, originally? I know. It just, yeah. That uh, sucks. That sucks. Yeah. For Five Nights at Freddy's or whatever. Yeah. I'm sure people are still going to watch it. It's a huge game of franchise. Yeah, there's like, lots of fans. Yeah. They're not going to not watch it because of Willy. No, see, I don't think Willy's Wonderland was, like, a huge, massive hit either. Like I, think, I liked it. I know, like, horror people, I think, would have known about it. But I think it was mainly straight to DVD. Like, True. This is, I believe this is going to hit theaters. Don't quote me on that. But It's going to be a larger audience, too, because of the game. Yeah, the game. Yeah. Books. Okay, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I'll, anim- I'll give it a shot. The animatronics do look better in this than they did in Willy's Wonderland. Yeah, it's but, been a minute since we watched it. So but I think that's like the niche of why Willie's Wonderland is so good. It's so funny because it's ridiculous. Yeah, along with Nicolas Cage being ridiculous. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. No, I agree. Um, we'll get into the last trailer I wanted to talk about, which might or might not be the final, the final Conjuring movie, maybe The Nun Two. You haven't seen the first one. No, that's why when we were watching <clears> this, I'm like. I didn't care too much, but there was a good scare in there, but I wish they didn't put it in the trailer. I said that out loud, too. I was like, eh, I wish I didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> they did, what, four or five jump scares in this trailer, which is, I hope I forget about the trailer before I watch the movie. Yeah, I hate when that happens, because it's like, just takes away what could have been great. <laughs> yeah. I like, uh, they did bring, they're bringing back most a few of the cast members from the original movie. Okay. That means I have to watch the original. See, I'm just not a big paranormal, like, (laughs) I am when it's a little, I don't know how to explain it. Maybe a little lower budget and grittier, like, does that make sense? Yeah. I like those paranormal movies. When it's a really high budget paranormal movie, it almost seems a little... It almost seems faker to me than if I'm watching it and it looks like a real home tape kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. Does yeah. that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. I'll still, like, watch those movies, like Conjuring and all that stuff. But, like, honestly, cannot tell you the difference between Insidious and Conjuring because they all blur together for me. Well, they're both made by the same guy originally, yeah. right? It all... It, it, I couldn't tell you a single thing about any of those movies because I watched them all and they're all out of my brain now. Like, I'm just not a diehard fan of those yeah, the Conjuring uh, series has definitely lost my interest gradually, but they do say that there's supposed to be a fourth Conjuring movie coming out as well. At some point, anyways. But, like, where else are they going to run with this? What like, was the last one? It was about the... The, the witch. court case, right? Oh, no. Was that Insidious? Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah, it was about that. 
It was about the guy that was possessed and killed. Uh, I like that one. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it too because it was so different. Yeah. Um, I think that's why I liked it because it actually stands out to me. Yeah. A lot of people I know was like it was pretty mixed amongst fans, but I know you and I enjoyed it because mm-hmm. I liked uh, yeah I liked uh, I liked the twist. It's not just a ghost story; it's a ghost story, and then all of a sudden there's this witch that this cultist that they got to go take down, mm-hmm. which I really thought was interesting and neat. It's mm-hmm. it's still like a ridiculous like ghost story movie, but like it's fun. Yeah, I like it more than the Annabelle movies. Did you watch the last one, Annabelle Comes Home? Yeah, I've uh, I've seen all of them. Yeah, that movie was supposed to like spark like eight hundred different franchises, so n- none of them have come to fruition. Hmm. Yeah. I don't mind those movies. Yeah, the first one sucks. <laughs> I don't remember the first one to be honest. <laughs> it's basically Rosemary's Baby, but with Annabelle. No, I think I like that one. Rosemary's Baby. No, the first Annabelle movie. No. But that was a long time ago, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's probably why I liked it, because I was newer to horror. <laughs> so I was like, oh, this is spooky. <laughs> now if I watched it, maybe I'd be like, yeah, fuck this. Yeah. The second one still holds up. I've yeah. watched, I've watched uh, Creation a couple times. It still holds up pretty good. Um, with that being said, we'll get into some actual news. Um, the Blackening is coming to 4K, Blu-ray, and DVD on August 15th after scaring up a $7 million Take home at the, the theaters. Okay. That did pretty well. Yeah. Uh, Killer Clowns from Outer Space popcorn gun replica is now available uh, from Spirit Halloween. Popcorn gun. That's uh, the one that shoots out popcorn, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at, at Spirit? Yeah. So it'll be there in October, maybe? Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. You remember how I have the little cotton candy gun? That's why I got confused, because I was like, don't we have that? But no, they're different. Yeah. Okay, yeah. The popcorn one, like, spins. Man, I... It makes a pew-pew sound. I hope there's some new goodies at Spirit this year. No more mugs. I hate when we go and it's, like, all the same stuff, but I feel like they're pretty good at bringing in some new stuff. And hey, hey, (laughs) no more mugs. Don't speak too soon. <laughs> we just might need to buy a whole new cabinet to keep going with our collection. We have uh, so many mugs. But what if there's like, I don't know, a Jennifer's body mug? <laughs> like, well, Minky is actually for like special. a couple, but like we can't go nuts. So we have we have two full shelves of mugs. Gotta collect them all. <laughs> <laughs> at least those plastic glasses we get, like, there's always new ones every year, usually. But at least they could put them inside each other, so it's just a stack them. Yeah, we don't even use them anymore. I use them. Do you? Yeah, I'm using one right now. <laughs> what happened? After I discovered, uh, I've been using my Merlot's bar uh, glasses a lot and Mason jar glasses now. It's just. I know, you're obsessed with Mason jar glasses. They just, like, fit in my hand so nicely. <laughs> And like, they're they're the perfect. Um, they're like structured nice, so I won't tip it or like uh, I don't know how to explain it. I get a feel for glasses and get obsessed over them. Okay, <laughs> I, I noticed. <laughs> uh, let me see. Uh, Doctor Giggles director Manny Koto, Kuto, uh, has passed away at the age of sixty-two after battling with pa- pa- pancreatic cancer. Pancreatic. Yeah. That's, that's young. Yeah, I know. That's what I thought, too. Yeah. Um, 
Insidious the Red Door scares up over $32 million on its opening weekend, making it the first movie to do so since Insidious Chapter 2. Hmm. Is that one you want to see in theaters or no? I would see it in theaters. Um, yeah, I'd see it in theaters. Yeah. I'm, I'm more so curious to see how Patrick Wilson did directing. Yeah, I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. I yep. like him. Me too, and I like that it actually picks up the story from chapter two, rather than, uh, because after that it just mainly follows Elisa's story, mm-hmm. the medium, um, with them being uh, prequels. We would, um, we'd have to watch it, like, if you wanted to see it in theater, it would have to be next weekend. It's like the only weekend we have available that we have <laughs> nights available. <laughs> I don't think we have any nights available next weekend. The coming weekend? Not this coming weekend, the weekend after I met. Oh. Yeah. All I have planned is some paddle boarding with your mom. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, yeah, we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I, 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 yeah, the Insidious, I might watch the fourth one, the last key, before we see it, because that's the only one I haven't seen. I don't know if you want to watch it or not. We'll talk about it after. Okay. <laughs> um... Halloween ends. Michael Myers' figure from NECA will be dropping in October and is available for pre-order right now for $37.99. Movie sucks. Don't want the figure. The figure actually looks kind of cool. doesn't fucking matter. I know. I know. I, I'm still missing the Michael Myers' figure, and I'm getting kills. Yeah. That's going to be mine. Yeah. 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 That's... That one is good. Yeah. I think it's one of the better looking ones. Uh, Paramount has announced that the hit series From will be getting a third season after the massive cliffhanger. I still haven't watched the finale. <laughs> oh my god. I know, I, I forgot about it to be honest. Maybe I'll watch that at work tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, I honestly forgot. Text me tomorrow and remind me. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, because you only have one episode left, don't you? Literally. Yeah. Maybe I'll watch it tonight. Sure. Yeah, we'll see. Um... Ooh, the mean one finally has gotten a VOD announcement, so video on demand. Finally. Um, but you'll still have to you still have some time to wait because it will not be released until October third. That's fine. I want to watch it around Christmas. That's what I figured. I don't want to watch it until like, well, I start Christmas in November, but <laughs> we'll watch it in November or December. Yeah, December. Okay, we can do an episode on it. Okay. Yeah, yeah I'm in for that. Yeah, I'm excited for that one. It finally got announced. Um, are they growling? What are they doing? Um, the toy that you said I'm surprised Bruce hasn't torn up yet is officially toast. He destroyed his monkey. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah one sec. There's something uh, something weird here. What is that, my friend? The squeaker. Oh, it's, what's this rope thing? Oh, that's what's inside of the monkey. Seriously? Is it the monkey is a spine? No, he's got a yeah. <laughs> huh, where's the squeaker? Did you find it? No. Okay. Alright, well, I'm not editing this out because I'm tired and we have to release this episode tonight, so sorry guys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me see. Uh, the new Alien movie titled Alien Romulus has finally, uh, offic- uh, it's not finally, has officially wrapped filming. Mm. I'm so excited. Freddy Alvarez. Is the director. Oh, wait. What movies has he done? 
Evil Dead 2013. Thank you, because I'm like, I know that name. Yeah. <laughs> We've just talked about him. Yeah, he did uh, Evil Dead 2013 and Don't Breathe. Okay. Yeah, you're in. You're in. I don't know. You're in. I just haven't seen any of the other movies. It might not matter. Okay. I don't know. I honestly might give it a shot then, because I do really like his movies. Or he might just pick off off of one. It sounds like it's going to be Teenagers in Space. Okay. Okay. That's honestly what it sounded like to me, but like... Okay. Plot details are pretty under wraps still. I'll, uh... I'll check out the trailer and give you my verdict. Mm, you might right. you might have sold me, though. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let me see. And then I got a bunch of physical releases coming up. So coming uh, to 4K from Scream Factory in September is Natural Born Killers, Night of the Comet, and My Bloody Valentine, the original. So My Bloody Valentine 2, if you pre-order it now, you'll get a poster, and then you'll get, um, I believe, leave some stills i'm just going off the picture and trying to remember it and then uh you also get a pin set too so like how my army of darkness one came with a pin set it'll it'll come with a pin set um i believe it'll be like a three disc disc set um probably but yeah i'm excited for natural born killers and night of the comet night of the comet sounds like something you might like too because apparently i've heard uh I've heard in reviews that it's like these teenagers that survive this night or whatever, and they there's a scene where they go to the mall and all they do is like change clothes for like a 15 minute montage scene or something like that. What do you mean change clothes? Like they just try on clothes because they're all by themselves, right? <laughs> so like they just like go shopping. Oh, okay. Until like the zombies come or whatever they are, I don't know. I haven't seen it. I thought you meant like they all change clothes. Like it's a big nudity scene or something. Oh, no, no, no. no. So I was like, I might like that. No, they're just changing. Who's casted? I don't think anybody we know. Oh, man, my braid. (laughs) Naughty. Um, And then we have coming from Arrow Video, which will also be releasing in September, Ringu. Uh, the original ring will be going uh, to 4K as well. It'll come with a poster, booklet, you know, the whole deal with the uh-huh. arrow. And then all four Psycho films in a wonderful, complete 4K box set. Oh, look at that. Yeah. They all come with their own poster, it mm-hmm. looks like. Probably some stills. It'll be just like the Juan box set that I got. Mm-hmm. I believe from what I saw, that I didn't read anything about it, but I think you can get it in 4K or Blu-ray, the box set. Okay. Yeah. You're going to get on that? No, probably not. Oh, no? No. Okay. Because there's already so many releases of that four, like, four movie set. Like, I've seen people are posting it now like all the time, too. Okay. It's just that they're in 4K now. It's why they're so popular, but... Yeah. I don't know how invested I'm. I've never I've never seen them past the first one. Okay. I heard I heard Psycho two and three are good, but I've never seen the fourth one. I haven't seen any of them. Yeah, I watched about two seasons too. I think of the TV show Bates Motel. Mhm. Oh, I watched some of Bates Motel. Yeah, it's the same thing. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. I actually like that show. Yeah. I didn't finish it though. I can't get over that kid that plays Norman. Now that I'm seeing him, all these surgeon. He plays the autistic... Um, good doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like him. I do too. I think he's good. But yeah. all I can see now is 
I am a surgeon. And he freaks <laughs> yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's all I can think of. Yeah. Um. Yeah, but that's all the news I got for this week. Next week I'll try to. Oh no, next week I won't be. But I'll try to try to keep a little more up to date with what's going on in the world of <laughs> stuff. The Texas Chainsaw Games coming out soon, isn't it? Yeah, August, I think. Yeah, I saw Scott Taylor Compton posted a. There's a new trailer out. Clip of uh, her character Julie. Yeah. Yeah. Although she does like, she does the body work for all the females, and some of the men. Oh yeah. Yeah. So hmm. like when the me- like a, a couple of the men get carried or killed, it, like sh- it's her. Oh, that's cool. Which is kind of cool. But she does all the females. Yeah. Yeah. It's cool. Oh, I guess another piece of quick news I got. I guess. Uh, Friday the 13th, the game is officially free on Xbox Network. Okay. I want to start playing horror games. <laughs> what? Since I know. when? I don't, because you, you always talk about how scary they are, and then I've actually saw someone tweet the other day that they don't get scared from horror movies at all, but if they put on a scary game, like, they'll be sweating. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck am I missing over here? <laughs> Yeah, it depends on what you play, really, I guess. I could get down with it if we, like, turn all the lights off and, like, yeah, it's the only get some snacks it. and make a night out of it. <laughs> yeah. It depends on where you want to start, too, right? Like, mm-hmm. uh, those games are going to be all, like, they're going to be cooperative play. So you're going to have to play with a team and try to strategically... Like other players? Yeah. I can't play by myself? I don't think so. I don't like games when you have to play with other players because people get mad when people suck, and I'm not a good gamer. I suck. I know I suck. You don't need to bitch about me at your house or over the headset. I get it. I'm taking the team down. I'm just I'm telling you that it's, that's why I'm explaining how these games are working. So well, like, that's not fair. Why can't a beginner play and just not get hated? You you might not because everybody's learning the game at the same time, right? I'm gonna get chirped. <laughs> I'm sure I would too. Uh, just they might not even even like in the Friday the Thirteenth game. I guess you couldn't communicate with the other players unless you're a part of a party. So it's like. There's no way for you to communicate with them. So I'm not going to hear them bitching about me? No. Oh, I'll play. But like, you still want to be able to focus and follow and try I'll to I'll try. I don't even know how to use the damn controller. I know. That's what so. I'm, <laughs> so I'm suggesting maybe we start it with like some Dead Space or something. Maybe not Dead Space. That's sci-fi. But like that's a, that's a scary fucking game. But can you play solo? Oh, yeah. It's just solo. Yeah, I'm down for some solo games. I don't have to play Friday the 13th. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd like to play Friday the 13th. That would probably be a lot They're fun. shutting down their servers, I think, this year. So, like, it'll no longer be a thing. Friday the 13th? Yeah. Oh. Then I guess I gotta play. Yeah, I have it on Xbox. I downloaded it years ago. <laughs> I never played it. Do people still play it? I think so. You'll have to watch some gameplay so then you can get a gist of what's going on. Okay. Because you can either survive the night, or you can fix up your car and then drive out, or you can kill Jason. There's three ways to do it. But, like, yeah, it's very complicated to kill Jason, and apparently you can only do it if one certain character is in your lobby. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah. See, I'm just... (laughs) All I play is The Sims. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a little more complex. Mm Mm-hmm. But I just want to play for fun, for the experience. I don't care if I win. Yeah, you can. And I'm sure everyone's going to hate me for that. <laughs> you can do that, too. Okay. Even when, like, Dead by Daylight is still going. And that's, like, a horror game from, like, a long time ago. They just keep adding new content. Like, Nicolas Cage just got introduced as a playable survivor. Hmm. 
see him play with Nick Cage in <laughs> Oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> He's all pimped out. It's funny. All right. You're done horror news? Yeah, that's everything. Okay, let's move on, because we still got to do an after-hours show tonight, too. I'm mm-hmm. tired. <laughs> uh, two truths and a lie. Okay. Do you want to go first, or do you want me to? Um, I'll go. Okay. I'm doing mine on Jordan Belpy. He is one of the main characters from the movie we are reviewing later, Nefarious. Um, there wasn't a whole lot of fun facts about him, so the, fa- the facts aren't all that fun, but they're facts. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, he has been married since 2018 to Rachel Damari, Damaria. Uh, while he looks tall on film, he is only five foot one. Oh, damn, he's short. And he was born in Los Angeles, California. I'm going to say he's not that short. Yeah, you're right. He's six foot. Okay. I was going to say, like, there's movie magic, but, like, that's pushing it. <laughs> I just wanted to see if you would guess that one. Dude, I thought the dude looked taller. Taller, at least. Yeah, he's six foot. Okay. Okay. Yeah, you got that quick. <laughs> Maybe I went too short. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think so. So, um, I did mine on Sean Patrick Flannery, who is uh, the other main character in this film. Mm-hmm. Um, so here are my facts. He has Irish, Cajun, uh, in quotations, French, and English ancestry. Okay. Yeah, no, I don't know why I just didn't say French. Um, he was promoted to black belt in the Bra- in Brazilian jiu-jitsu under Sean Williams in May 2008. Okay. And... His daughter is an actress named Sasha Flannery. Um, <laughs> maybe the last one. Oh, you're right. Really? Yeah. Sorry, my throat's still scratchy. Um, his daughter's name is actually Lola Flannery. Oh. And uh, her mother is Sasha Grierson. Oh, okay. You fucking both nailed it. <laughs> that was just a guess. I had no idea. <sighs> Alright, we're getting into the movie. Yeah, let's do it. Nefarious. Nefarious? Nefarious? Nefarious. Whatever. <laughs> uh, on the day of his scheduled execution, a convicted serial killer tells a psychiatrist that he's a demon who can possess his body. As the evoli- evaluation ends, he also tells the doctor that he will soon commit three murders of his own. This release date was April 14th, 2023. Um, Directors were Carrie Solomon and Chuck Konzelman. They were both known for Unplanned, God's Not Dead, Do You Believe, Um, God's Not Dead 2 as well. Um, It has a 6.4 on IMDb and a 35% on Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm. And it is starring Sean Patrick Flannery, who is also from Born a Champion, Powder, The Boondock Saint, Saints, yeah, Saints, Saints uh, Saw 3D, and Jordan Belfi from Entourage, Snow Bride, Don't Look at the Demon, and American Curious. Oh, box office five point four million, budget just under two million? Question mark. Uh, that I think that's what I found. Oh, it made its money back. Yeah, I'm surprised it's hit theaters. Yeah. Actually, me too. I did not even hear about this. No. Well, I I think I saw the trailer a long time ago, before we started the podcast. Oh, I've never heard of it. Yeah. 
So, what do you think? Spoiler free. I have been looking for... I forgot about this movie. Okay. Completely. Totally forgot about it. And then I saw a TikTok of somebody saying that the devil's making sure you don't watch this movie. Okay. Something like that. That was like its quote. And then it was just a conversation of... Um, conversation with the demon and the doctor. And I was like, I want to do this movie real bad. Okay. That's what I thought. Um, this movie is... I I really liked it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to agree more with the IMDb rating than I am the Rotten Tomatoes rating. Okay. Um, I just have a slight problem with the ending. Okay. Is I think it's downfall. Okay. What were your thoughts? It was okay. <laughs> um, for me, I don't like slow burns and this was like basically just dialogue the whole route yep and we're, we're gonna compare it to a movie obviously that we did on patreon a while ago that we mostly we want to compare it to you yep. remember what i'm talking about yep. okay yeah because yeah, yeah. i like that one better personally um i still thought the acting was really good in this movie don't get me wrong really good might have just been a little heavy on the religious talk for me Okay. Um, yeah. I zoned out a lot. It was a little too heavy dialogue for me. Okay. I, there's a lot. I know you had to stop and rewind it a couple times because I would just start thinking about fucking work or <laughs> what I was going to oh, do no. after the movie. <laughs> yeah, but the acting was really good. I really tried really, really hard to stay invested, but we'll talk about it. Okay. <laughs> Um, so there's spoilers ahead. If you have not seen this movie, go watch it and yes. come back. <laughs> it is brand new, so mm-hmm. go check it out. Oh, sorry. I have your cash sheet, too. There's only two characters. <laughs> yeah, so. true. You don't really need it. Um, Describe this movie in three words. I didn't grab my sheets. Oh, the sheets are over yeah, Can you grab them? I have loose like all my book yeah. here. Thank you. Sorry. So, so unprepared. I found it out, too, and I didn't think about putting it up there for you. Thank you. Um, I my three words are demon slow burn. <laughs> <laughs> it works. I put down psychological, philosophical, and thriller. Yeah, I think I put thriller in like quotation marks. Thriller. Yeah. Damn. Okay. Who's your favorite character? This is gonna be like nefarious. Okay. Villain is my favorite character. Yeah. I think he's like complex yet super well thought out. Like everything is, he's got a point to everything, which I really like. Um, I feel like I have a lot more to say about this on Sunday than I do today. Um, I know, I'm sorry. I fucked up us getting this done on time. It's okay. Um, But yeah, I really, I really enjoyed, um, really enjoyed the period. Okay. I don't have anyone written down. <laughs> like, I I almost wanted to put down Ed because I felt so bad for him. But mm. we don't see enough of him, obviously, so I just can't pick him either. And then I feel like with James, I don't know. 
I, I don't know. I, I guess I might agree with you. I don't know. I don't have a favorite character. Okay, that's yeah. the first. Yeah, I don't. Because yeah. no one is really fully likable. Yeah, I agree with that. Like, I thought you might have put down the, uh, who's the warden? Tom O. Warden Moss. No. <laughs> no. <laughs> <Okay>. No. <laughs> I'm trying to think now of another side character. There were not many, though. No, there wasn't. So I just, I'm just not going with anyone. Okay. Who's your least favorite? I didn't actually put anybody down. Okay. I guess I could also put down the... Oops, sorry. I guess I could also put down Nefarious for that one, too, but, like... Favorite and least favorite, I, yeah. I really like his, everything about it. The performance and everything. Like, he's definitely stole the show. Yeah. And I don't think that... the What's his name? Dr. James Martin was exactly that far of a hateable character. No, he wasn't. He's dislikable, but he's not... To the point of, like, no, he can never be redeemed, you know? I think what bothered me with him is this demon convinced him that he should be having his child when he has already decided that he doesn't want that. And his, his partner also decided, like, she literally is, like, going to have the abortion. And this demon has convinced him that it's wrong. And so he runs to call, and I'm just like, but that's not what either of you guys wanted. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, why, why? Like, I don't know. I guess you can see what my abortion um, stance is, but <laughs> yeah, I'm just like, really, dude? Like, I think is more so the fact that, uh, um, because if he does think that he's a demon, then therefore he has to admit that there's a heaven and a hell because he's an atheist, right? Mm-hmm. So therefore, if he is convinced that this guy's an actual demon, then he has to also believe in the fact that there's a hell and there's a heaven and what you do in this life then has consequences. And then by getting the abortion, just as a automatic sentence to hell, pretty much. Yeah, but then like... And then he turned out the demon was like right about the exact time of her going into surgery and stuff like that, or her getting out of recovery. So it like convinced him even more that this is no longer sounding implausible, but sounding very possible. So you think he made the phone call because he's believing that there's a heaven and hell? He's starting to change his view? Yes. Okay. Yeah. I, I thought he was just convinced by the demon that it would be murder. And I'm just like... I don't know. No, I don't think I just got really frustrated with that whole, it's murder. Like, I'm just like, oh my God, I can't watch this. (laughs) Because even, even like the whole, the whole point of the movie is for him to basically understand that he is a demon and he is sane as a demon, right? Like he's, that's why uh, if he doesn't, if he signs off that he's not, mentally ill or if he is mentally ill then he won't get executed yeah and i have a theory about that too on why he wants to be executed but we talk to that when we get the storyline yeah i kind of yeah we'll talk about that okay um best acting 
Oh, it goes to Mr. Sean Patrick Flannery. Yeah. I think the switch between characters is pretty seamless. And I think that they're so... They're almost alike, but they're very different at the same time. You know what I mean? Like, there's a good... Mm-hmm. His voice gets a little higher pitch when he becomes Edward. His voice is deeper when it's not. And then when I find when he's Edward also, he gets this stutter. But he also has a slight stutter when he's the demon as well. He has a stutter and he has, like, facial tics. Yeah. Which I want to talk about because I have anxious tics when I'm really, really highly anxious. I get them, which you probably have obviously know. And this was hard for me to watch because they almost... You don't nervously twitch that bad. Not that bad. No, 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 no. I'm not saying that bad. I was going to say it almost almost over the top on how bad he twitched. No, no, no. It was. His was very over the top. But I do get them. And when I see people with them, it triggers me. So the whole movie, I was uncomfortable. Oh, see, you just don't like the movie because it did its job. (laughs) (laughs) No, it literally made my face uncomfortable. Like I wanted to start like anxiously twitching. I don't notice you twitching, really. You don't? I've been called out by it. Huh. Yeah. No, other than, like, your hiccups. That's I, about I, it. Oh, my hiccups are hiccups. I know, but you only hiccup three times. Yeah, I know. That's, I don't know if that's even an actual hiccup. I don't know what that is. Okay. I just get them. But, no, I was called out by my cousin who has autism, so he's very blunt. Oh, okay. Yep. <laughs> And he mimicked me one day. I was like, can you fuck off? <laughs> Kindly. I love you. <laughs> no, I get them more when I'm stressed, too. It's like an anxiety thing. Okay. But so watching him doing them gave me anxiety and made me want to fucking twitch my face off. <laughs> but that's nice that you don't notice them that much because I was always paranoid about it. Yeah, no. Um, I agree with the best acting, though. Like, I seriously, this the parts with when he was Edward... Ed, Edward, uh, like my heart hurt. I uh, felt so bad for him. I, like, did I wanted too. to cry in one scene. I was like, this poor man. Yeah. <laughs> like he's innocent. I know exactly what scene you're talking about too. I, think. I felt. I also felt really bad. Rough. Yeah. He's... I'm like getting emotional just thinking about. It. <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about all that later. <laughs> Worst acting. I don't have anybody down. Me neither. I thought everybody was fairly good. Yeah, me too. Um, score and soundtrack? I don't have a whole lot. I just found it was a little depressing and dreadful, mostly. Yeah, it was subtle, but for the most of the dialogue scene, there is no score. No. So almost for, like, three quarters of this movie, I wouldn't say there's a score. Yeah. Um, cinematography? Um, I really liked, well, I liked the shot of the psych, the... The psych ward, is that what it's called? The building when it's all outside and you have the whole landscape shot. It's a prison. Prison? Oh, prison, yeah. yeah. Okay, yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> He's in jail. Um, <laughs> and uh, it looked really nice. I think I wrote that in the very first, before I knew it was a prison. So I wrote down psych ward because oh. he was a th- uh, psychiatrist or whatever, right? Yep. So that's why I wrote that down. Um, and then... I really liked the lighting when in the beginning when they're walking through the cell halls in the beginning and it's like bright white. Mm-hmm. It was really pretty. Um, besides that, I don't have a whole lot. I did want to point out the sign that they drive by that says hitchhikers may be escaping inmates. 
Okay. I didn't notice that, actually. Yeah, when they're driving towards the prison, it says that. And I'm like, that's scary. Yeah. Don't pick up a hitchhiker. (laughs) (laughs) Just if they're not, just if they're, you know, wearing one color. Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I agree that, like, all the shots of the prison are very good. And they're very well done. And it gives this movie the look of a lot bigger budget than probably what it had. Mm-hmm. is uh, one of the things I actually wrote down because uh, a lot of it is just camera back and forth work between the two because it's nothing but dialogue. Mm-hmm. Um, what I did like is the first time that we see Nefarious switch from Nefarious to Edward, the camera was swoop yeah. behind um, Dr. James, I call yeah. him. James, Jimmy. <laughs> James. <laughs> James Martin's shoulders to the left, yeah. and then he turned to Edward, and then when he switched back, the camera also switched his shoulders back. But that was the only time in the movie I noticed to do that, too. I noticed that, too. I know exactly what scene you're talking about. I thought that was really cool. Yeah, I thought that was a really good way of showing the switch of characters. Mm-hmm. Oh, your favorite category. There's not a whole lot of outfits in this one. No. So favorite costumes or outfits. I just put um, James's blue suit and... He had a he wears navy this whole movie. Even at the end, he wore a navy sweater, okay. and he just looked sharp. I guess. Okay. Yeah. I put down uh, Nefarious had one of his uh, legs cut off. Not like one of his legs, but like one of his pant legs cut off. So it was like shorts on one side, long on the other. Oh. Yeah. Oh, I, I don't can... know if that's a prison thing or, or maybe that's like showing how he's two separate halves of the same coin or something. I don't yeah, know. I didn't notice that. Yeah, that was. Okay. Uh, I noticed it when he was. Just getting ready for execution. Okay. Okay. Memorable lines? Oh, I skipped a bit. I wish I could have wrote down more. I I know, there was a lot. I meant to look up uh, more lines from this. I really did, but... um, I really... Sorry? Oh, I was going to say, it's a lot of dialogue and it goes fast. It does go fast. So it's hard to write it down and and pick it up. This demon is trying to, like explain to Grant like in the simplistic way possible about his story and his history and everything like that so Uh he's trying to get it all out there he's basically trying to explain the bible within within this what is this hour and a half runtime Uh yeah so it's it was a lot I only honestly wrote down three lines because I meant to look it up and I forgot I didn't so did I okay so my first one is Edward I am a demon okay I just love how blunt he is about it yeah um, I have, before you leave here today, you will have committed three murders. I have that one written down, too. Do you? Yeah. Okay. Um, I also have Ed. He made you in his image, so we remade you in ours. Oh, yeah, I like that one, too. I love that line. I thought mm-hmm. that was fantastic. Um, I have the news reporter on the radio in the beginning. Can somebody please tell me why this guy is still sucking air? <laughs> yeah, I like that, too. Um, but... Before we get into lines disliked. Um, I still have another one, but... Oh, do you? <laughs> you said you had three. That was three. I did two. Oh, sorry. Go for it. That's okay. Uh, I have, he'll have your head so twisted around, he will make you think you're the killer. Mm, yeah, I like that too. Yeah. I guess before we get into lines disliked, sorry. <laughs> Cut you off. Um, just go watch this movie. I think the dialogue for every time that they're together is so fantastic and it's so hard to write down because he talks he gives out so much information at once and it's very ideological yeah i the correct term 
I agree, and I did like the movie for, like, I did appreciate the dialogue, and, like, I was interested in a lot of it. I just, my attention span, I, I just don't think the movie is my type of movie. <laughs> yeah. Like for it, my antsiness. Did you ever, like, uh, tangent, um, did you ever do, like, a religions class or anything like that? Like Oh, least... yeah, I was in Catholic schools growing up. Were you? Yeah. <laughs> I grew up I was in Catholic schools my parents wanted to baptize us in elementary school so we could join in on the communion and all that stuff but our the, the fucking uh, is it a priest I guess yeah yeah. he told my parents that if we want to be baptized we have to go to church every Sunday and my parents are like nope no. <laughs> so we never got baptized so we didn't join in on everything and I got really self-conscious all the years because I had to cross my arms and I couldn't have the piece of bread and I had to <laughs> like one one of five people in my school that had to cross their arms and just get a blessing and I couldn't have the bread with everyone <laughs> yeah it was a thing I got really yeah. upset about it <laughs> no, I, was just wondering, I was just wondering if you like researched religions for your own sake um not Christianity no no oh I definitely looked into that one no, I looked into but, well I learned to put it all through school yeah that's I true. had enough yeah, okay. <laughs> I just liked uh I like this point of view and the argument he makes. I, I really like the... Um, you're looking at it through a soldier's of hell. His view of the, what happened in the story. Oh, yeah. I really like that. Yeah. I thought that was very different and unique. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I like all the dialogue. It's great. Yeah. No, I agree with that. It's just I need a little bit more action <laughs> for my myself that's fine i don't have any lines disliked though i do either okay favorite kill (laughs) (laughs) the execution because there's only one it's actually my favorite kill and my least favorite kill and i know it's only one i just thought it was so sad (laughs) yeah because you know it's ed taking the damage i know and it was done so well done like even just watching him in the chair like made my stomach hurt yeah like but at the same time, I just felt so bad for it. I know. Like, I guess I'll get into it when we get into it. See, all my memories, all my things are yeah. coming back. <laughs> but we'll talk about it when we get to villain. Score factor and special effects. Uh, the execution looks great. Foaming from the mouth. Mm-hmm. And I believe for a split second there, I thought I saw a light red glow coming from his like chest and his face oh. from being like shocked from all the heat right okay i thought i caught that but not 100 percent. okay like i was more watching his body fucking come out of the chair and yeah <laughs> i thought it was good though yep that's really the only place in this movie that we're getting any any action yeah storyline and pacing um, it's an extremely simple storyline with a big philosophical questions and a new look at it through the church. Uh, this is the problem I did have with the movie and the storyline for right now is the murder three people before you leave. I thought that that was an excellent hook in mm-hmm. because that was said in like the first five minutes of the movie or something like that. Mm-hmm. Hooked. I got me. Uh-huh. And then it's revealed, like, almost within the next ten minutes that 
the first kill is his mother's kill who we killed like last week or two weeks ago or something like that so Mm -hmm. i'm like that doesn't count and then the abortion Mm -hmm. there's two and then yeah like he was the obvious one and i wish there would have been one in the middle or the first one would have been different i wish they would have um dragged it on a little more and it wouldn't would have been like just better reasons but i guess like the idea is like the simplest of actions that you're making now are gonna determine whether or not you make it to heaven or hell right yeah so like he chose to end his mother's life Mm -hmm. because she could have been in pain but at the same time he was looking at a big a big money drop inheritance from her too as well right Mm -hmm. so yeah I just wish that was longer. Yeah, honestly, I wrote down third murder was predictable. So. <laughs> yeah, hell yeah. yeah. Like, as soon as the two happened, I was like, all right, well, we know who the third one is. So I thought the exact same thing. <laughs> yeah, okay. Um, and then I just put that, it's slow and heavy dialogue. So if you're into that, awesome. And if you're not, I would still say give it a shot because the dialogue is good, but... You might find yourself having to rewind it a couple times just like me if you zone out. <laughs> or you might be like me and completely sucked in. Well, exactly. And, okay, we'll bring up House of Darkness. Okay. Because I don't want to give away the twist, even though I figured it out within the first five minutes of the movie. <laughs> but that movie is heavy dialogue, just like this. Yep. But I fucking love that movie. But I think because it had, like, a dating sexiness to it, like, romantic, like spooky vibes and this is like two men in a prison (laughs) talking (laughs) yeah and i'll also give to you that the chemistry between justin long and uh kate bosworth right kate bosworth i'm pretty sure um i found their chemistry better i'm not saying that uh dr james martin's a bad actor but like you're Believe it or not, you're up against Sheen Patrick Flannery, who fucking knocked out of the park, dude. Yeah. And unfortunately, you just couldn't... There was no way, either in dialogue or, like, I don't think in any kind of screen presence, you could have tried to up him mm-hmm. in this situation. And I find that in House of Darkness, they're, they're, they're on par with each other as a part of, like, energy and everything like that. Speaking of Justin Long, I could actually see him playing the Doctor in this movie, too. I don't know why. Mm. I can just picture him on the other side of the table. Yeah, I guess. I could see it. I could see it, too. (laughs) But if you haven't seen House of Darkness and you do like this movie and heavy dialogue movies, go watch House of Darkness. Yeah, and I also find, too, um, the ending was much more worth it at the end than this movie was. I forgot about talking about the ending. Yeah. The ending. The ending. The ending. I wish it it was different. What did you wish happened? I wished that... Okay, so basically at the end of the movie... Not at the end of the movie, but like... He hears the voice after he's executed, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And then he grabs the gun. Mm Mm-hmm. And then he's like, get ready to shoot somebody. And then he pulls up, and then he tries to shoot himself. Mm Mm-hmm. And then there's no voice, I believe. It's just like... They just take it down and that's it. Mm-hmm. And then it cuts to, what, a year later? Six months? Yeah. Something like that. 
and he's in an interview and he wrote the book so basically he was supposed to write the devil's version of the bible and then three days later he was the de the demon was supposed to come back in and, and inhabit dr grant's body okay. and then he was gonna be like the devil jesus he was good. See, I lost all that in the dialogue. I just... <laughs> See, <laughs> it was too much for me. That was the whole point, is that he was supposed to write his book and tell the world about his book, like Jesus. Okay. And then he was going to come back after he died and be resurrected in his body. And See, then... all of that went over my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, like, so when it came to the ending and it turned out he didn't possess him, I was like, oh... And then he wrote a book anyways. Yeah. And then he still went out and talked about it. And, like, that could have been the devil's plan to begin with, right? Or this could have been the demon's plan. And the worst kick in the fucking pants is that they set it up for a sequel, essentially. Yeah. And this movie doesn't need a sequel. It just needs a good fucking ending. Yeah. And we did not get that. We got a homeless lady saying, hey, Jimmy. <laughs> yeah. And in uh, Sean Patrick Flannery's voice. Yeah. And I was like, ah, oh, fuck me. Like... Just give me the solid dark ending I know this movie was rooting for. Like, he brings upon the apocalypse, essentially, is what I was waiting for. Okay. Okay. I don't know. I was just kind of hoping the gun went off and he shot himself. Or that. I would have been happy with <laughs> That's that, That's what too. I was hoping was going to happen. Yeah. But then we had this whole boring-ass conversation at the end. That I didn't get yeah, to. The, yeah, that conversation, too, was too much. Yeah. <clears throat> Honestly, I would have been happy with him doing that too because he knew that he would have been eventually inhabited by this demon. That's exactly why I was like, he might as well just. You, he realizes that it's real yep. and he fucking kills himself because he doesn't want to deal with it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And he just murdered a third person. So he can't handle that either. So that's why I was like, head go boom. No. <laughs> <laughs> Which I guess he did try to do. Yeah, he tried three times. Yeah. yeah. But. You know, I'm just stubborn. Couldn't get the gun to go off. <laughs> yeah. No, I think the demon kept... No, I know, I know. I, I caught that. But. They say that God did it, but I believe the demon did it. Yeah. Alright, let's get into favorite scenes. Okay. Um, I like the lead up to... I like him, uh, Dr. Grant, and uh, the warden walking towards them mm -hmm. to, to meet with uh, to Ed because I find the, the dialogue treats him like the next upcoming Hannibal Lecter mm -hmm. you know so there's big setup for his character in that in that scene yeah I like that too he really like made him seem really scary and just how he's like he's super manipulative and yeah, blah he's, blah and... he's gonna psychologically fuck you up yeah like, <laughs> yeah I like that too um, I liked Ed talking about how, well, I guess it wasn't Ed, it was Nefarious, but talking about how they will do an autopsy on him when he dies, and I thought that was fucking hilarious, because he's right. Why are you going to do an autopsy when you just killed the man, when you executed him? Yeah, It just true. sounds like a fucking waste of time, which he was saying, and I just thought that was really funny, because it's like, it's, you know, what's the fucking point? Gotta make sure he's dead. <laughs> um, let me see. I put down... Oh, this is just heartbreaking. Um, when Edward asks the guard where his last no, meal is. No, no, no. <laughs> That's in my least favorite scene. Just, I can't handle it. 
So, basically, in this earlier scene, we get Ed, and he's giving uh, his last meal order to the um, guard. And he's like, can I get a, a double cheeseburger and, like, what, fries? Yeah, Fries and, like, a chocolate milkshake, extra thick, and you just got to make it perfect for me, please. Like, this has got to be perfect. And the guard's like, okay. And then as the guard's walking away, and Nefarious takes over, and he's like, you know what? I'm not hungry. And the worst part is he let him say the order. He, he, he took so control of him, let him say the order, and gave him that little bit of hope, and then said, nah, fuck you. Oh, yeah. I, oh, I can't handle that. Yeah. I, it's my... It's a great scene because it worked on me, but it's my least favorite scene because honestly, just talking about it makes my stomach hurt. Yeah. <laughs> I felt so bad for him. And then later when he finds out that his meal isn't coming, he just yeah, breaks down. I can't, I can't, I can't. We're moving on. <laughs> Excuse me, heart hurts. <laughs> um, I liked when Nefarious liked, or lets James talk to Ed comes out of his body, I guess, and lets Edward talk. Yep. Yeah. Um, I just ended up putting, like, everything involving Nefarious and James, um, are pretty much, like, my favorite parts of this whole movie. Mm-hmm. Um, so basically, almost three quarters of this movie. <laughs> yeah. Where they're just having simple dialogue back and forth with each other. Yep. Um, I liked when they discovered the book of photos in his cell. Yeah, that was very, very weird. Mm-hmm. Creepy. Mm-hmm. I don't have any other things. I just said the... Okay. Um, I liked at the execution, the man explaining that you can't cheer or make any reactions to the execution. Um, and, like, if you get sick, to put your head between your... Like, I haven't seen that in an execution scene in a movie before. Like, a man explained that to the audience. I don't think I have, but then again, I can't remember if... I can't remember the last time I've seen an execution scene where it was the electricity. Because usually when they do it now, it's just strictly chemicals, right? Yeah, yeah. And they even say that. Like, the last one I know we watched for sure was Shocker. And, like... Yeah. I don't know how accurate that movie wanted to be towards its prison executions. No, I know. I just appreciated seeing that because I'm like... I don't know. It gives you some more... um, like input into how things would go down i guess yeah so that's kind of neat yeah definitely interesting i'd be one of the people with my head between my knees (laughs) (laughs) passing out (laughs) but yeah i i like that um my least favorite scene i already told you because we talked about it and we're not gonna talk about it again (laughs) do you have a least favorite cheeseburger shut up (laughs) (laughs) i put the ending Mm -hmm. um yeah i already talked about how the ending was extremely disappointing for me and it it pretty much like took a whole point off my movie right yeah what do you think of the killer (laughs) i love nefarious Mm -hmm. he is smart sophisticated um i believe he could be charming if he really wanted to be (laughs) i do too (laughs) Uh um and this guy wants pain on Mm -hmm. edward so bad i know so much like i believe when he's like I believe when he's being beat up by the guards, too. I believe 
that Nefarious would switch. Yeah. So that Edward would take all the pain of being beaten and then switch back when the beating is done. Oh, definitely. Because that's how much she just wants Edward to suffer. Yeah. Um, he's horrible. He's absolutely despicable. He's nefarious. Yeah. He uses, like, your weaknesses against you and everything, too, right? Like, bringing up the mom and the baby and everything. Oh, yeah. He knows your soft spots and... Everything. And manipulates he's, you. And... He's been watching uh, Grant his whole life. Mm-hmm. Right? Um, <clears throat> so another thing I really liked about this movie, which we didn't really dive in on, is that he explains possession at a whole other level that I've never heard of either. He says it starts when usually a child is around three, and then he slowly integrates from there. So he'll be always watching, and then he'll be like slowly getting in deeper and deeper and deeper until... Mm-hmm. Yeah. He says it's a series of yeses, which is also something that I was constantly watching for in the movie, because he does... Uh, Dr. Grant does... Or Martin. Sorry, I don't know why I'm saying Dr. Grant. Uh, yeah, I was getting confused by that too. Sorry. I did a double look, but... Sorry, Dr. Martin does do a couple series of yeses. So I'm like, oh, he's allowing him in. He's allowing him slowly, slowly. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I have another theory on why he wants Edward executed so badly. What's that? Because I believe he is stuck in his body. Oh, so he wants to be free? He wants to be freed. Okay. I don't know if... I don't know that for sure. This is my theory. Because it's never truly explained but I was, if you remember when uh, J- James is uh, like, okay, take possession of me. And he doesn't do it. Oh, okay. And I think it's because he was unable to take possession of him. What's that noise? I don't know, but I hear it. Let's pause this for a sec. We'll be right back. And we're back. Sorry. Our AC unit is <laughs> making some noises, and I thought we had, like, a pipe burst. <laughs> that's what I thought, too, actually. I was like, fuck, that's going to ruin our whole night. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not even editing that shit out. We're just going to go with it. Roll yeah. with it. <laughs> yeah, I was actually kind of scared for a second there. <laughs> Me, too. I was like, oh, no, who are we calling? <laughs> what were you talking about? I think we were... I was talking about the possession... And how I think he has to be. Oh, he's, if he's stuck in the body, right? Yeah. Yeah, maybe like when he possesses someone, he has to stay in that body. And because he got caught by the cops and he's in prison now, he's technically imprisoned as well. Maybe. Uh, I think how else did. would he have gotten stuck? I think he's just, every time you possess somebody, I just don't think you have the ability to leave. That's what I mean. Then. Like. And now he's oh. stuck in a prison. Is what I'm saying. Oh, oh, you're going super deep with it. Okay. Well. So the body's the prison that's stuck in the prison. Yeah. Oh. So now he has to be executed in order to find another body. Yeah, true, true. Right? Yeah, okay. I like that. Yeah, but that's that was what I was thinking the whole time. Could have just gone in a prison fight. But I guess he's like... Uh, what's the Is- word? Isolation. Yeah. yeah. There's no other people around him probably because he's like one of the big murderers. Yeah, he killed something like... 15, yeah. something like that. Yeah. He's char- only charged with six, I think. Yeah. Or convicted for six. Yeah. <sighs> okay. Yeah, this dude's awesome. This is, like, definitely... This movie is an extremely different exorcism movie that I've ever seen. Yeah. That's what I think I really enjoyed about it. Yeah. And I like that it didn't... Re- 
sorry, I'm kind of getting into like my rating of right now. Um, we'll dive into the scary rating. Okay. Out of ten. See, this movie isn't scary. The idea is scary, but I'm probably gonna give this a three just based off of how manipulative he is. Okay. Yeah. I gave it a one. Yeah. Maybe I'll give it a two. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, that's high. It's not, it's really not scary. No, it's all conversation driven and thoughts. Yeah. So just, it's going to make you think, basically. Yeah. Rewatchability? I'm going to say definitely. Yeah, I Because knew you would. I would like to slow down the conversations and like rewatch them a couple times. Mm-hmm. Because I think the conversations are very deep and mm-hmm. I'd like to get to know a little bit more about our demon friend. All right. I uh, I like the idea of watching it again and diving into the conversations more, but I'm not going to do it, so no. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't have the patience. Um, yeah. That's a little bit. <laughs> I just, I can't. I know. Um, would you recommend? I think we both would, so. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah. I would recommend. Okay. Um, final rating, then. Uh, we rate our movies out of five. If you are just tuning in for the first time, they are with emojis. One out of five is the poop emoji. Two out of five is the eye roll emoji. Then we have an okay emoji, a thumbs up emoji, and a 100 emoji. If you're somewhere in between, you can say a high thumbs up or a low thumbs up. What do you rate this movie? Um, kind of what, the, what I was saying before. It's, this movie is very different from any other Exorcist movie I've ever seen. And that definitely gives it a lot of brownie points. I like how grounded it feels almost at times too because you don't see like... You get, like, what, one instance of a supernatural, potentially, event. And he even says that, like, like it's a light bulb breaking. He's like, oh, yeah, he's like, oh, that could be a coincidence. Yeah. And it's like, like, dude, this movie is, like, really good at that point. But, at this, and I think the acting's great as well. Um, cinematography's pretty nice for how limited uh, the area is in the shot. But with that being said, the ending for me did not do it for me. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to give it a low thumbs up. Okay. Um, I agree with pretty much everything you said. The acting is really good. Dialogue is really good. The downfall for me is just the fact that there's not a whole lot of action going on. So I have a hard time with those movies. So mine's just going to be an okay. Okay. Yeah. That's not as bad as I thought you were going to give it. No. I'll give it an okay. Did I can swayed you over from your original rating? Well, you did explain some things for me. <laughs> maybe be like a maybe a low okay before this conversation, but I mean. Okay, so I only moved it up half a point. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, we can get into fun facts then if you're good to move on. Yeah, are there some? Is yeah. there lots? There's a page in a bit. Yeah, cool. Don't know how fun they are, but let's see. Okay, 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 okay. <laughs> Uh, this film is a prequel to the novels A Nefarious Plot 2016 and A Nefarious Carol 2020 by Steve Deese. What? Yeah. There could be other movies? I know. <laughs> I was thinking that. Okay, so now the open ending kind of makes more sense. Uh, Sean Patrick Flannery considered this to be among the top three films he was most proud of making. No doubt. As he should. <laughs> I bet you, I bet you, Boondock Saints is probably in there. I actually don't know him in anything else besides Saw. Oh, which Boondock. I don't even remember him. Boondock Saints is good. Yeah, it's about a couple Irish guys that like go around killing mobsters and leaving pennies on the horizon. 
I don't think that's for me. Yeah. No, <laughs> no probably not. But they're, it's pretty funny. Okay. Uh, some of the challenges of shooting was when the federal government in Oklahoma almost shut down the project due to a strike through no grievance. Grievances were expressed. Electricity came down. The sound mixer died. Nine car crashes occurred with the crew despite being under 100 drivers. Steve Deese became infected with a cyst under his arm. An onset priest slash exorcist suffered a life-threatening ruptured appendix and the roof of one of the office buildings was ripped off in a storm. Cursed movie. See? The- <laughs> See, the devil doesn't want you to see this movie. <laughs> According to an onset exorcist, one of his favorite scenes in the film because of its realism was when the weary psychiatrist expresses, I didn't know I was in a fight, to which the demon responds, that's why you're losing. I like that line. I like that so line, too. I forgot yeah. about it. Yeah. yeah. Um, according to the Spirit World, a Catholic radio station program interview with a Vatican-approved priest named Rev. Gary Thomas, whose experience as an apprentice to a veteran exorcist provided the basis for the Right 2011, on which he was also a creative consultant, this was the most realistically accurate film about demonic possession the Reverend had ever seen. He did the Right as well, you said? Yeah, like R-I-T-E. R-I-T-E. Oh, I love that movie. I don't know if I've seen it. But Anthony Hopkins in it. He's an old, pre- old priest that gets not sure. possessed. Honestly, all the exorcism movies I've seen in the past all blend together for me. Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why I don't watch them anymore. That's why, that's why only a few stick out. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of them. Uh, Sean Plastic. Sean Patrick Flannery has explained that he took this role because it would help him remain true to himself and his faith. Uh, In a scene where a priest approaches Nefarious who seems frightened, some of the hair on Sean Patrick Flannery's head is briefly formed into the shape of horns, which then settles back down when he realizes the priest is not taking his role seriously and therefore harmless. What? Yeah, you gotta go back and watch that now. Yeah, I do. I'm gonna be looking it up on YouTube. Uh, Sean Patrick Flannery explained in an interview that the script was so well written that there was no improvisation from him except for maybe two syllables. Two syllables. How do you improvise syllables? I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) According to co-writer slash director Carrie Solomon, one of the reasons that made him decide to make the film was when he saw a poll in which 7 out of 10 people believed they had some form of mental disorder with 4 of out of the seven believing their disorder was demonically inflicted Hmm. author steve deese has stated that the goal of this movie is to scare the hell into people (laughs) um uh, i wish he didn't say that (laughs) because that definitely did not do the trick jordan belfie's firstborn child is born during the first day of shooting this film kind of weird for his character's situation yeah no <laughs> actually it's imagine if that was weird this, imagine if that was a scene that was shot first yeah fuck that'd be awkward that's weird <laughs> congrats to him though yeah. <laughs> uh despite the film's demonic subject and having actual priests and exorcists on set both sean patrick flannery and justin belfie expressed they did not feel in any danger while filming on set Oh, thank God. (laughs) During the interview of Dr. James Martin by Glenn Beck at the end of the movie, the book that is held up is the actual book, A Nefarious Plot, by Steve Deese, the source material for this movie. 
I don't want to read, but I'm very curious. I know. As soon as I said that, I was like, yeah, he's got to read a book. <laughs> Me? Yeah. It's going to be heavy on dialogue. <laughs> yeah, I know. Or maybe not. Who knows? Maybe the book would be better. Maybe. Yeah, it usually is. Well, those are the fun facts. And that is the episode. <laughs> So next week we have another Patreon party. Yeah, we're a Patreon party. Yeah, we're gonna do top five opening scenes in horror movies. Yeah, so it'd be like cold opens. Yeah. So I'm excited. I've been thinking about it all day actually. Have you? Yeah. I've got movies written in my notes, but I need to I th- go over them. I think I have it narrowed down. Yeah. But I'm not 100. We're just doing five. Right, for each person? Five. So it would be five for five. So you get 25 yeah. potentially different or the same. I know with our remakes, they were all pretty... Our remakes episode, they were all pretty much all pretty close lists. Uh, there were some different ones, though. I think in tier level. Yeah. Like from one through five. Yeah, but there were some unique ones. And then we talked about some honorable mentions after. Yeah, that's so. what I'm excited to is talk about some honorable mentions. Yeah. So yeah, that's going to be the episode, um, which is why there's probably not going to be any news or physical media and stuff, because those episodes take a little bit for us to go through every person. Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for uh, waiting an extra day for this episode. Yeah, sorry guys. <laughs> uh, it was also my mom's birthday on Sunday, or yeah. Saturday, but we didn't do anything until Sunday. Yeah. Then we had to watch the movie on Saturday. It's We were busy. Yeah. Fucking summertime. Yeah. Mental health, you know. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> you you want to plug our account? Absolutely, I do. Let's see if I can remember it. Um, what do you mean? It's the name of our podcast. No, I know, but like... Everything. Yeah. yeah. Okay. See, see how it flows. <laughs> um, we are Our Life in Horror. Uh, you can find us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and you can also find us on Patreon now. Um, where we do bonus episodes and after hour pods. Um, we try to get them out as much as we can. Mm-hmm. Um, bonus episodes are once a month minimum. Yes. Is what I would like to say. Yeah. After hour pods are after most episodes. Yes. Other the, than next week. Yeah. When we do a Patreon party, we don't do an after hours show because they're all present. Yeah. And they're not going to want to listen to themselves talk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So... Yeah, if you guys could support us on Patreon, that'd be fantastic. Get in on this community. We have a Discord up now where if you sign up, you can get access to that and have we have a lot, everybody talks. Yeah, we just literally do movie recommendations, talk about whatever. Yeah. Check in on each other. Yeah. It's very nice. Yeah. Everybody wishes us a happy Canada Day. <laughs> yeah. I said happy 4th of July. Yeah, I know you did. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it's really You're my fun. homies. <laughs> <laughs> It's a lot of fun, guys, and we'd love to have you on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so I hope uh, you enjoyed this awesome review of Nefarious. <laughs> yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Stay spooky. Bye.